You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is part two of a two-part episode, so if you haven't listened to part one yet, you probably want to go back and do that. But it was like world changing. Everyone loved it. It's, it's, you know, you hear about those pieces that are like, that are world changing and genre changing and, Mm -hmm. you know, the world is not ready for them. And they like the, uh, like I talked about musical riots one time Mm -hmm. um, with Stravinsky, but this was not that ever. It was a musical riot only in the fact that everyone fucking loved it. And there was like applause for like a half an hour afterwards. I mean, who doesn't love a good stalking story? I mean, that's, you know, exactly. (laughs) And they were like, opium. I know opium. (laughs) I'm French. Damn it. Of course I know opium. There's stalking and opium. Oh man. Yeah. So, uh, Franz list, who I talked about in a, an episode about listomania, um, was a world-renowned, uh, well, European, right? World-renowned um, pianist and composer, and he came to one of the performances of Symphony Fantastique, and then he became friends with Berlioz because, of course, they all knew each other, and he transcribed it for piano so that it could be performed for more audiences, you know, in smaller venues. So then he goes off to Italy for the Prix de Rome. And three weeks after he got there, um, he found out that uh, Camille, his his uh, his fiance, well, his her wife, mother, Camille, no, <laughs> his his fiance, um, her mother wrote him a letter saying that the engagement was off. Oh no, rude. And I, I looked it up and I was like, why did her mother write the letter? Because apparently that was just what you did back then. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know I saw Bridgerton. I watched it. (laughs) That's how it works. (laughs) So she unfortunately included in that letter that uh, Camille broke off the engagement and was now going to marry older and richer suitor also named Camille. Oh, dude. (laughs) Camille Playel, the heir to the Playel Piano Manufacturing Company. Ooh. Ooh. He taketh my money yeah. in time it's of needed. Yeah. <laughs> Although I didn't know a guy named Brad who had a twin named Andy, and then Brad married a girl named Andy. <laughs> oh, I thought so you were going to he married Brandy. <laughs> yeah. No. That would have been, Love you that so much, been, bro. I'm going I'm to marry this girl that has your same name. Has your name. <laughs> <laughs> So Berlioz goes a little off his rocker and he, so he was supposed to stay in the pre at, in Rome for like for two years. Cause he won the pre to, sorry, he won the pre to Rome with that piece that he wrote when he was being an apolitical bastard. Um, so he was going to study, he was supposed to study for two years at, um, at a French Academy in Rome. But after three weeks, he dips out without telling anybody because he decides he's going to murder Camille Camille and uh, the first Camille's mother. Who, Hold on a minute. So he's, 
he's writing songs about some other chick that he's in love with. Yes. While he's engaged. Yes. They call off the marriage and now yeah. he's distraught that the marriage is called off. This you're man, correct. This, this is like <laughs> daytime soap opera if I've ever heard it. Yes. <laughs> he screams so, boy. So he uh his uh his former fiance's mother, he also just apparently I've seen a note, he called her um the hippopotamus. So that's fun. Rude. Oh my yeah. god. Well, I mean it really was like before or after the letter. I feel like that's an important yeah. distinction. I feel like <laughs> so before the letter. So he made this elaborate it's he made this plan to kill them. He was going, he got he got pistol he got pistols, he got poisons, and he got a disguise. His grand plan was he was going to show up and sneak into um, his ex-fiance's house and kill and poison uh, poison her and her uh, and her mother and shoot Camille Playle and shoot himself. Okay. How was he going to sneak in? By dressing up in a French maid outfit, otherwise known as a maid outfit. Yes. I was like, in, in, yeah, they just, in China, they just call Chinese food food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, he did not have a price price. Yeah. He, he did not have a beard. He did not have any facial hair at the time. So he was like, I can totally do this. I can do this. So he gets in um, the equivalent of a taxi cab and in Rome. And makes probably it, just they they saw like the nice light skinned Roman guy picked him up dark skinned yeah. Roman guy totally did not pick that guy up <laughs> pick him up so he uh, he gets in the cab with all of his stuff right he's ready to go and he goes to um, he gets to Genoa and he makes a stop and then he's on his way and he leaves Genoa. And realizes that he left his French maid outfit in the cab that he got off at in Genoa. Mm-hmm. Is this basically so, like leaving your cell phone in, a, in a, an Uber? <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Damn it, I left my French maid out. God damn it. <laughs> so by the time he gets to Nice, which is where they lived... History says that he thought better of the scheme, <laughs> but really, I think he was just like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? I can't do this. I can't sneak in there. Oh, God. And he was just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I have no way out of doing this. But did he they just, not have butlers? I mean, could we not have dressed up as a butler and stuck in? I was like, I was like, if your entire plan hinges on the French maid outfit, yeah, I feel no like one, you might have no needed a better plan. Fuck, nobody wants to fuck the butler. No one wants to fuck Alfred. No one wants to fuck Jeffrey. Come on, let's just be honest. <laughs> French maid's gonna so, get you all the way, all the way. So that's you know then then apparently so he gets to. He gets to Nice and uh, he's like, oh, shit. Okay, fine. So he turns around and begs to be allowed to return to Rome and they 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 let him um, for no, I don't know why. And um, 
he writes when he's in Rome, he writes a sequel to Symphony Fantastique. It's not good. No one cares about it. I'm not even going to tell you what it's called. Good. <laughs> um, it's shitty. Um, so then, was it about leaving his French maid outfit in the back of a taxi? <laughs> probably. <laughs> so uh, he, you know, years pass. Um, and by that, I mean two years pass. <laughs> and he, um, he puts on a concert. Uh, he goes back to Paris he puts on a concert of all his works, including uh, Symphony Fantastique and um, the sequel to it, the shitty sequel to it. And he sends um, through a, a third party, through somebody else, he sends an invitation to the performance to Harriet Smithson. Of course. And she accepts and she shows up. And her career has been declining for a couple years. She did a shitty season at the theater and she's really, she's in a lot of debt. So she shows up to this and is like, oh, look at all these famous people around. And I was personally invited and, you know, List is here, Chopin's here, Alexandre Dumas is here. What the hell? Uh, okay. Wait, they were invited and, black people? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and... She um, and and she probably she saw all of this and realized how successful he was and also was like, OK, well, this is the guy that's been obsessed with me for a while. I need money. I guess I can make this work. <laughs> oh, and- <laughs> you you dummy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the face of strong opposition from both of their families. They get married. Aww. In 1833, they don't speak a lick of each other's languages. Um, I mean, I I feel like that's not a bad start for a marriage. Like, if you can't talk to each other. Not being able to talk is probably what made the marriage work. For a few years. For a few years. Uh, they had a baby. Dirty, dirty dishes are dirty dishes. You understand. Hey, hey. Do those dishes? Do, well, and I mean, than I did and they time, had a—I so mean, they had a kid. So clearly, it was the. Yeah. 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 He pulled out his not a podcast right now, but yeah. he pulled out his French made outfit. Oh, yeah. 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 You like? What did you, you like? Yeah. God, so. This really does you know, require video. Eventually, <laughs> it does. So eventually, you know, he writes this. This is kind of what Cal was talking about earlier. Like he wrote a bunch of stuff. Nobody remembers it. It's not none of it's memorable. It's you know people liked it at the time. Who knows how much he was phoning it in? Because I mean, he had he'd acquired his obsession, right? Hmm. He had that. He no longer had to write out his emotions to win that. But he um, he wrote a requiem because everybody be writing a requiem, I guess. Everybody um, be writing a requiem. <laughs> <laughs> Write that bitch a requiem. Because people bitches be dying. Love requiem. Life love requiem. Bitches love requiems. Is Thirty six years old. Requiem. <laughs> all the rage. Uh, he wrote two operas. One of which is like a 
dramatic symphony because he can't just be normal. Uh, and it was Romeo and Juliet um, surprised because, you know, he saw his oh, yeah. wife in Romeo and Juliet. Um, and he wrote uh, uh, an opera that I actually saw in Chicago. Sorry. Um, I actually saw in Chicago, um, the damnation of Faust and it was good. It was, you know, it was good. It was no symphony fantastique, but it was good. Um, so eventually, um, 1840s roll around and Berlioz's marriage is failing. Surprise. No. Um, imagine, imagine his chagrin. Yeah. I, I want to act like an eighth grader right now who has not been paying attention to be like, what's Berlioz guy? <laughs> I'm going to ignore you. So, <laughs> I love you so much. It is so uh, funny to me. So, Play a role here. Harriet, uh, Harriet is like still hasn't learned French in the eight, 10 years that they've been married. Um, she's resenting that he's becoming more popular and that she's, you know, fading into the background. And she becomes an alcoholic. And an abusive alcoholic. Good girl. And yeah, as as one does. Because he's, she knows he's having an affair with um, another woman. Oh, what? Surprise. Yes. <laughs> and so then she uh, she divorces him. She just pieces out, and uh, he marries the other woman because, of course, he does. That's, who's a singer? Yeah. And he has a thing for performing women. So he marries the singer and then they're very happily married until, and then she died. Oh, then he wrote Damnation of Faust and then he died. The end. I mean, nothing else interesting happens in his life really. So the, the juiciest part was the murder scandal. So I wanted to share that. With well, I mean, you. I feel like that's an overarching thing. If you yeah. have a murder scandal anywhere in your lifetime, that's right. going to be the most interesting, unless you have more than one. Right. But it's going to be the most interesting part of your life. Right. You I mean, one would hope. Or you commit murder. Like, Hopefully right. it happens at the end of your life. So it's like, holy shit, he went on a high note. And Get it? Um, every year at Christmas, um, uh, at the church that I sing at, which I didn't this past year, uh, we sing a song, we sing a um, a Christmas piece by Berlioz, um, this acapella four parts Christmas piece. It's really pretty. It's got some interesting intervals and jumps and chords. And um, but every year when we're rehearsing that, I'll be like, "Gather around, everybody! Let me tell you the Christmas story of Berlioz." And it's not a Christmas she story. A, she sets I, a fire on the altar. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't come back. Next but year. when we're rehearsing, Ellie, I yeah. tell them all the story of the crazy murder uh, plot that he had. Yeah. And so and then um, Victor Caracas shows up and yeah. says that the baby is <laughs> So, so I felt like I just needed to share that because I didn't get to this Christmas because we didn't sing uh, together at Christmas. So now awesome you story. all got to hear my annual barely. Oh, you've been holding this in for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yay! <laughs> The so funny, funny thing is, I actually read about this, and I couldn't remember the guy's name. So when you were t- when you first started talking, I didn't realize it was the guy until you started talking about the French maid costume, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've read about this!" It's- yeah, there's Wait, a. Um, how did you read about this? In what context did you read about this? Um, when I was <laughs> this look- popped up. 
Uh, no, well, because when I'm doing um, like research for what I want to do for my shot of history shows, I'm going through all kinds of stuff uh, on the internet. Like I'm googling like you know infamous musicians, dudes in French, dudes in French made outfits. Calvin, don't ask any more questions. Shut up. Crossover episodes here. Well, no, I'm just like <laughs> I was so, looking up the War of 1812, but I came across this guy who yeah. cross dressed. I yeah. think um, I think I found that story. It was like a like a couple paragraphs just about that um, on a page. It was just like weird history, like weird like yeah. things in history, and that was on it. So yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's it's, it's interesting, but yeah, it's yeah. so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. You weird history. You get some interesting things. Yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> there's a great book um, where I read this story originally, and it's. Um, true lives of great composers and it's it's got a whole bunch of different composers in it and it's I, I picked it up at like the dia or something um and they have um all these crazy things that happen in their life and the front cover is very like tabloid-esque so it includes the french maid outfit um <laughs> and there's another book that's uh, similar to that's in the same vein that's uh true lives of great artists um so definitely check those out. Uh, yeah. So that's Mastoria Berlioz. I hope you enjoyed that stupid ride. <laughs> you know what? That was long awesome. enough that we might be able to split that baby into two. Nice. Oh, God. Yeah. Nobody needs that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> we'll leave it at a cliffhanger. I agree, I, I agree with Ellie. Nobody needs two of these. Nobody <laughs> You're like Berlioz, uh, the boring part. Yeah. And then the second half is you definitely need the murder how, do you end, how do you end the how do you end in the middle of, of the first part of that? Like, does Berlioz do on? Does he get out of the situation? You definitely does he live need... happily ever after. Ellie has connection issues. Stay tuned for more. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely need to get some royalty-free music that sounds like some really cheesy daytime soap opera <laughs> music and like do a recap at the end. All right, Dave, we need to work on this. I'll do the voiceover. You find me the music. Got it. Let's make it happen. All right, you guys. Uh, I think it's time to. What he, the hell was that? He was muted. There was nothing. There was yeah. nothing, Devin. We, well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, oh, uh. well, we couldn't hear you either way. So we didn't hear nothing. Yeah. Do it again. There How we about go. The plugs. <laughs> uh Deepwater Games, Source Point Press, and Three Art. Fuck Steve. <laughs> Calvin <laughs> Moore. Uh, leading questions with Calvin Moore because I'm pretentious. Uh, Podcast Detroit Network, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. You know what it is. Uh, all the. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cosplay confidential podcast um through podcast detroit you can find us on instagram and facebook cosplay confidential um all the podcast detroit things uh all the it and the d things uh who knows maybe we'll even have like meetups and events this year at some point anything's possible yeah we'll see about that uh i want to give a shout out to my friend brian rodman um he has a series out called memoirs of an angel i got the first six issues he's working on issue seven right now it's really good look up brian rodman or memoirs of an angel you can google it and find it and uh, check it out it's really good uh and that is it for us today until next time i'm stephanie i'm the color man big dev i'm, I'm calvin I'm oh. Melissa. I'm Melissa. <laughs> uh, uh, just uh dave bye so now we're, we're now we're Cali. Now we're Cali. I hate that. <laughs> okay.